Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Do you reckon I could do the intro this time? No. Can I feel No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the song. Backchat's back. Yes, 2.0. Backchat 2.0 podcast. Here we are. Dan, Will, we're in the house. We're both busy men, but you know what? We're still making time for this podcast. And I'm actually glad to be here. Same. Uh, yeah, sometimes I sometimes I get a bit, you know, oh, geez, I can't be bothered. But I get here, I'm like, I can't be bothered. Yeah, it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been a big week, to be really honest. Uh, big week on socials for Backchat and, and uh, one member of this podcast. Um, a fair bit of action. Yeah, me, I've been getting hit <laughs> up a lot. <laughs> no, you, you have been, I've been seeing your face a fair bit on Twitter. It, it, yeah, well, I mean, we were on Instagram Live last week. That was fun. Yes. It was actually quite good. Yeah, yeah it's good. We, if we had more time, we potentially could do that once a week as well as the podcast. Good. Oh, gosh. No, like, what about like a pre-game, like pre-Friday night footy thing? Because that was what that was pre-Thursday night yeah. footy. Yeah, look, I think... Like a 20-minute hit. If I wasn't in the middle of moving house when we did it, sure, we could do that again. You're moving house? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's exciting. No, nah, not really. It sucks. Are you downgrading? Well, not downgrading, just side-grading. Okay. Um, we, the owner of our house, decided to move. Oh, it's a sell, sorry, so now we have to move. Anyways. Okay, cool. Um, we're back at Curtin Humanities. Yes. Figured out what that is yet? Yeah. In a university setting, <laughs> the humanities involve, uh, you know, I'm not reading this off a page, <laughs> so I shouldn't Sounds like it. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, humanities involve research and teaching areas concerned with humans and everything that they do. So the humanities investigate human cultures, values, and beliefs. Wow. That's where we are now. It sounds like we're in a university. Yes. Excellent. Uh, so thanks, Curtin. Where, where can you get in contact with us, Dan? You're quite good at this. Yeah, backchat underscore podcast on Instagram, backchat underscore pod on Twitter, on Reddit, which is blowing up, r slash backchat podcast. Yes. And where else? Hello. Oh, oh, email. Yes. Hello. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. And last week you said, if you email us, we will talk about it on the That's show. Correct. Anything, anything that comes in, we will, we will deal with it. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's offensive, if it's w- whatever. Whatever. Absolute license to say whatever you want on the email. Uh, check the email inbox before I came here. Yep. Nothing. Zero. Not one. Yeah. Not a single thing. Do we pay our, our Gmail suite? <laughs> Do we pay it? I think so. 
Right. Okay. Well, that's gone well. Um, thanks for writing in, fans. No, in all honesty, uh, social media has been quite kind to us this week. There's yeah, quite a few good questions. Lots to get to. So we're gonna we're gonna be in. It's gonna be an extended, almost like an Instagram live session because I did like the format last week. It was very. Uh, very listener-driven. Yes, lots of live we questions coming through. It was great. Yeah, which is what we're going to do today. Uh, giveaways. Now, we gave away tickets uh, before Instagram Live. Two weeks ago. But it was cancelled. Mm. Right, so we've got to roll those over. So giveaways this week? Not off the top of my head, no. But no. If, I, if I do think of something as we go, I might, I might give yeah. something away. You never know. You'll have to keep listening, I suppose. Maybe there'll be a little um, special post to give away on Reddit. We, yeah, a Reddit giveaway. <laughs> Wow, I don't even know what that would mean. Neither do I. Um, so, like I said, it's been a big week, and I don't know how much I want to get into it. It's, it's, it's been like up and down for me. It's been kind of exciting and fun, yeah, and kind of very involved with quite a bit going on. But on the other hand, it's been, it's been kind of. Like Is it, exhausting? it makes me want to feel like I've put my phone down and don't pick it up for the day. Yeah, right. And yeah, I'm exhausted. What is the um the quote from Spider-Man? What is um what does Peter, <laughs> Peter Parker's um fa- a grandfather say to him when with with great something comes oh with great responsibility comes com- great expectations. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean it's not new to me the social scene and tweeting and uh you know potentially having my opinion on things. It's actually yep. probably how I see myself in the media. I'm able to give my opinion and give it honestly. Which you have, because your face has been on a couple of media outlets <sighs> yeah. this week. It started over the weekend. I sort of live tweeted the Frio game, and mm. a few people I've seen on social media and a few people in just in normal tweets have ever asked if I'd had a few wines. Yeah, I had. <laughs> Is that all right? You're flesh and blood. You're okay. allowed to do whatever you want. Because, like, I read them during the week, like, ah, Schofield, it was, if he was drinking on – and my initial reaction, because I'm ingrained and and uh, taught to think, like, oh, God, I can't get someone in trouble. Because, mm. you know, if you're playing and you were drinking on social media, oh, no. Yeah, like yeah. You're getting dragged out of the coals. Yeah. But then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I was drinking. Who, 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 Is who there cares? a law? No. Not allowed to? Yeah, correct. Yeah. I right. mean, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I was drinking. Yep. I'm pretty sure everyone reading your tweets was as well. Yeah, correct. Mm. Yeah, I would have thought so. Anyway, so I was watching the Freo game. Um, I was a little compromised because I play at Peel Thunder. Yep. And they are the Fremantle Peel alignment, right? So I will say technically I'm involved with the Fremantle Football Club. Yep. But it's a technicality as far as, you know, I don't... don't, don't, You're never going to put on a Fremantle jersey. No, I'm not contracted by Fremantle. I don't uh, fall under any of the same AFL rules as them. There's separate waffle laws and certainly not paid by Fremantle Football Club. Yeah. So, yes, there's a technicality that I'm sort of on their list. But so that me tweeting about Freo is kind of a bit compromised, right? Because I've got to play with their young players on the weekend. But... What I was watching, I wasn't enjoying. It was an incredibly disappointing game for Frio. Anyone who's listened to this podcast or any time I've been in the public, I've been very high on Fremantle Dockers. Yep, they're making the eight this week. They're on the rise. Oh, sorry, Finals. this season. You said they're going to rise to the eight. Oh, yeah. I've mm-hmm. been pumping them up. To be honest, I've probably gone overs. I've probably gone, you know what? I'm playing with Freo this, this year. I'm coming off 15 years with West Coast. Yep. I've probably got to get around the Dockers. Sure. And I have. Hmm. That's absolutely what I've done. But on the weekend, I didn't. I had a couple of wines and just just thought it was just uh, – it was honestly how – so I wasn't trying to speculate. I wasn't trying to yep. sensationalise. 
uh, I put a hashtag uh, long <laughs> long sleeve uh, for for Fifey. At least Fifey's warm. Yeah, can we talk about long sleeves soon? Like, I want to talk about long sleeves today with you. Hashtag hashtag at least Fifey's warm. I think. Yeah. Which, with no tone, sounds like I'm having a go. Right. Does, does it? But with me actually speaking about it, does that sound like I'm having a bit of a laugh? That's my sense of humour. I, I thought it was hilarious. He was wearing a long sleeve jumper. Clearly yeah. he was injured. He was coming back off a long-term injury uh, with his shoulder and he would have had a lot of strapping on there and it was incredibly tough for him to play. But I just thought it was funny. He was wearing a long sleeve jumper. No one else was. I haven't seen him in a long sleeve jumper in a long time, if ever. So I thought I'd chuck it in there. Anyway, people blew up about that. Uh, saying I'm having a dig at Fifey. Not the case. Mm. I thought it was funny. In fact... Let's talk about long sleeve sleeve jumpers right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I, you know, like you know me, I like to wear a long sleeve t shirt. Yes, yes. I feel like if I was an AFL player, and look, there was a time when that was quite a possibility. Yeah. Like we're not going to get we've been in across my draft night two thousand and six yeah. seven. <laughs> yes, my draft, like that. my yeah. draft. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Look. Um. Anyways, we won't get into that. It's another story for another time. Um. I reckon I would be sporting the long sleeve jersey. Yeah. I I, I rate them. I don't know what the issue is, but obviously, and someone's brought it up. You don't, re- you very, I can't speak, you very rarely see a West Coast player in long sleeves. So is there, what's, tell us, what's the deal with a long sleeve? Can you request it? Do some teams not allow them? What's the deal? So I don't know, I can't speak for any other club. I mean, clearly Frio has them. We didn't, for especially probably the last 10 years of my career, there was no long sleeve jumpers available. They were not on the rack. There was no, uh, there was yeah, no right. sponsored jumpers. There was some old ones lying around that myself, Lewis Jetta and Andrew Gaff, pretty much all through winter, so the middle part of the season, every training session, I'd wear a long sleeve jumper. Lo- loved training in it. Yeah. And I would have played in it, except to wear it at training, I used to have to double up the jumpers because the sponsors were only on the short sleeve. So, Right, you, so you'd wear a long sleeve underneath. Yeah, which was a West Coast on one, but it had the wrong sponsors, so you'd have to wear the right yeah, yeah, sponsors yeah. over the top. And yep. you couldn't do that in a game. You couldn't wear two jumpers in a game. Like, That's outrageous. Uh, physically. Yep. Not technically, like you're allowed to, but I just don't think it's, it's too too hot. It's <laughs> yeah, way too hot. Yeah. So anyway, long sleeve jumpers. I feel like I'm on the def- – like, I spoke to you before we got on air. I th- I, I th- it was just going to come spewing out of me today. Yeah. I feel like I'm on the defensive. I love long sleeve jumpers. I love them. I would have worn them every day, every training session if I could have, but I couldn't. And, uh, yeah, I just – I found it quite humorous, Fifey wearing one. But anyway, it was a bit of a laugh. Yeah. James Heard wore one. Did J-Lo – Wore them all the time. Jayla wore them all the time. Yep. Uh, apparently Peter Sumich, our mate Summer, how so Summer. Uh, Did he uh, sport one? Yeah, so so Summer was a co- assistant coach when I first got to the club. Yeah, right. Um, and there was long sleeve jumpers for the first four years. We were allowed to wear them. They were, they were on the rack. They were sponsored correctly. Yeah, right. Okay. And I can't remember the player, but someone came out and was training in them, was playing week after week, and it was in poor form. And Summer came to him in the corridor yeah. said I don't ever want to see you wearing long sleeve jumpers at training <laughs> or in games ever again right see, you can't it's it's weak it's wow. weak wow as Summer turned around and if anyone has ever walked through the bowels of Subiaco Oval which it was at the time yep there was a corridor with uh, 100 game player photos so in your 100th <laughs> game yeah. it had a photo of you playing yeah. with a Little plaque on it. Yeah, Will sure. Schofield, 100 games. Yeah. I had a man bun, right? <laughs> nice long hair. Yeah, good. How so, Summer? <laughs> Please. <laughs> long sleeve jumper. <laughs> That's good. Long sleeve jumper. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Yeah, I, I, I enjoy long sleeve jumpers. Anyway, I copped a lot of flack over the long sleeve stuff. Uh, yep. People felt like I was having a go at them. Love them. But you're not. You, you're, for, you're for the long sleeve jumper, but you, and you're also having a bit of a crack at the... Um, at the Frio stuff. Yep. Well, the Frio stuff, I can understand, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, compromised position. It's, it's probably not the right place for me to be too negative, but I, I try to call it as I see it. So, But if you looked at all the fans tweeting about Frio, they would have been pretty disappointed. I figure, I figure there would have been at least some agreeing with what I was saying, yeah. which was like, and I'm not trying to provoke the situation. I said, uh, you don't deserve to play finals if you can't beat Carlton at the MCG, um, which is a correct statement. Uh, was it? Is that better to, I don't know, maybe voice on a podcast or on radio or on TV maybe? But uh, yeah, so that Anyways. got me into a bit of strife during the week. Sure, okay. Right? And, it, and it was, it, it just, it got me thinking about tweeting and yeah, yeah, yeah. commenting on stuff and the kind of the tone and, I mean, we do media watch here, right? Yep. So effectively, like, I'm turning, it's like 180. It's putting back on, it, putting it's back a lot on, on yourself. Scope back on me. Yeah. I wonder with people listening what people think about it all because, yeah, we're I, un- I understand if you're a current player, yeah, and you're and you, you're sort of going at your own club. I could see there being an issue. Well, you can't say that you're meant to represent the club. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. when you're not a player anymore, yeah, where does it is it if you weren't part of the field side? Yeah, f- complete freedom. Correct. Yeah, of course. So yeah. it's just that is that connection there to peel. I think so. Mm. I guess I haven't had too many where I've come out and said exactly what I thought and had like quite a bit of bite back at it. Yep. I've been, I've been, I've been pretty honest for a long time publicly, but I haven't had too many real people going nuts. I had one where I said, uh, mark down today is the day the player code ends when uh, Chris Marston got suspended for biting right. Nick Subin. Yep. And uh, – I think Nick had a bit of a dob on him um, at the tribunal. That's how I saw it anyway. And I, <laughs> and I tweeted, mark today's date down as the day the player's code died. Wow. Because, uh, yeah, it didn't feel like um, what happened on the field stayed in the field. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what I felt. Mm. Again. And you got to do a bit of strife for that? Oh, yeah, you got a bit of strife for that, yeah. yeah. And, and but you're playing, you're playing for West Coast. Yeah, time, so. but like quite a bit of negative like going at you. Can we um, stick with sort of tribunal and you being honest about something? Yes. Can we talk about Clayton Oliver? Yes. Because last week on Instagram Live, someone brought it up as a comment, yes. as, as a question. Um, take us back to the situation. You were wearing the, um, the really dark navy West mm. Coast jumper. Mm. Good jumper, actually. I like that one. Is that royal blue or not? No, it's quite dark. Yeah. The royal blue, I think, Sorry. is more of that. Yeah, That's yeah. the navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a bit of a back and forth between – it was towards the, towards the end of a quarter, I think, and the two clubs are going at it. Yep. And someone's already pushing you. I don't know what you did to provoke it. You probably said something. No, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, go on. Right, so that, there was a bit of a fight happening. Yeah. It was down my end of the ground. It was in the West Coast back line, half time. Yeah, right, right okay. It's half time. Still pushing and shoving going on. Yep. Uh, there was a couple of players in amongst it. Luke Shuey, one of those. Yeah, one of our best players. Not our captain at the time. One of our best players. And I thought, I'll go and get him out. And he was stuck on the Melbourne side of the brawl. Yeah, right. So I'm going to get him through. So it started breaking up and simmering down. And uh, break it up, boys. Break it up. I actually didn't have much to do with the scuffle. I reckon you said a few things. <laughs> I definitely didn't have much to do with the scuffle. <laughs> so I put my arm around Luke and I said, come on, mate, let's get out of here. Look at these losers here. <laughs> right? <laughs> And I promise, as we were walking through, uh, Boots uh, then got in front of me and 
Clayton Oliver has come off his line and and bumped into Boots like a hero. Yeah, yeah. Right. I didn't I didn't like that at all because we were leaving. Yeah, you were like, trying I was to get a bit on my, uh, It's a bit on my high horse talking about now, but I was yeah. like, you know what? It's over. Yeah. I'm all for a scuffle. Love it. Yeah. But he came off his line for no reason. It was done and cheap shot at him. Yeah. So we continued walking in a couple more steps and I swung my elbow as hard as possible. <laughs> now, this isn't what we said in the tribunal. What were course. you aiming for? Him. Just body shot. Him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what I was aiming for, but I remember being like viciously angry. Yeah. Because in my mind, it was over. Yeah. And, and he, he, Cheap shot. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Watch this. I'll get you back. And swung my elbow and... So I got reported for elbow, elbowing him in the chin because he went down. I, I swung my elbow as hard as I could. What resulted was him fall into the ground yep. like I'd got a sledgehammer and hit him across the face with it. It's like in UFC when someone cops a, a hit in the face and for a second they're still up and then all of a sudden they realise they're gone. And like, that's what happened. So I promise, swear on anything, I <laughs> the word we used in the tribunal was feathered. Okay. Right, so there, there was there was at least an hour with lawyers coming up with what word are we going to use for the contact you made to Clayton Oliver? Was skimmed thrown in there? Skimmed, you, you name it. Pay, like um, you know, fo- you know, touched, brushed, brushed. <laughs> they, they, feathered was the word because it was like, well, it doesn't feathered. It doesn't soft. Yeah, soft. Yeah. You barely touch someone. You Cute feathered. Bird. Yeah. I swung so hard. If I had have hit him, I would have broken his jaw. And looking back on it, it was not a good thing to do. But uh, shit happens. Yeah. I feathered him. I did. T- it touched his chin. It touched his chin. But it's like I had a feather in my hand and I wiped it across the bottom <laughs> of your chin. That's yeah. oh no. I promise. That's how much I touched him. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, I'd tell you right now if I got him. I did not get him. And, and he you, went down like I got a sledgehammer out of it. You know what? As well, elbows cut. Like yeah. If you hit. I don't know. If I had have made contact yeah, with yeah, him, yeah. he would have. Like I would have missed eight weeks. Like yeah. it would have been a horrible incident. I wasn't going for it. it just don't know. Don't know what I was doing. Yeah. It happened. Anyway, reported two weeks, uh, offered a tribunal. We challenged it. And like I said, there was there was a you know, big defence mounted. David Grace, great defence lawyer. We we went through the vision. And uh, in all honesty, I didn't hit him. But the way he reacted, because uh, he, he was bleeding, <laughs> bleeding a bit from the mouth because I think the feathering potentially just bit his tongue a little bit. <laughs> Right, so there just, was blood. So he was charging around after me during it, and and all the Melbourne players saw him for the ground. So the whole brawl erupted again, yeah, and yeah. there was all this carry on. Got two weeks, went to the tribunal, challenged it successfully, done. Right, yep, all done. Got off, done and dusted. It's all free to play the next week. All because of feathered. The tribunal went for about four hours. It was a long tribunal. Bashel Hooley was up the same night as me, and for some reason, I had to sit with a blank Zoom screen. Mind you, this was before Zoom was really a thing, right? And it was like this big had to go to a special like special meeting room to be able to be able to <laughs> yeah. get on Zoom. Yeah. And I sat there for about four, five, five, five hours, got off, main training the next day, did my hammy because I've been sitting down in the same spot for five <laughs> hours in a suit and did my hammy and I missed three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks. Yeah, so uh, I should have just taken the two weeks from um from hitting him in the first place. I would have missed Gosh. less time. Did um does anything happen to, with your like sort of past history? Did that come into effect? Uh no. I've I've. You, do you have? No, I'm up? trying to think if you had like suspension before for. Yeah, I had a few. I got done for tripping a couple of times. One was uh, not deliberate. One was Mark Murphy was running into the goal square and 
all I wanted to do was hit, stop him from kicking the goal. It was an open goal square. Yeah, yeah. And I was the only person chasing him. And at his last step, I just dove and ankle tapped him so he'd kick the back of his shin. Yeah. And it worked. Should, should, should have broken his legs. So I got a week for that. Fair enough. Uh, and I got three weeks for striking Jack Rewalt, which was just, <laughs> I would never take it back. Felt great. <laughs> he, he spewed everywhere and it was a great feeling. And I'd do it again. <laughs> do it again in a heartbeat. Oh so that was my tribunal yeah, experience. Okay. And uh, yeah, just in the social media stuff, back on Clayton. Clayton yes. during the week, while this was happening, it was quite funny. He was, he was a young, he was a first or second year player. Yeah. He put, he changed his profile pic on um, socials to him with um, an ice pack um, taped oh, around his head. Come on. On socials. It was very good. And he uh, go. yeah, copped a bit of flack over it because um, I got off and I didn't hit him. Feathered there you him. go. And so the, the ice pack helped with the, uh, the, bit, the bit tongue. Yeah. And the pride that he would have lost by losing that. Yep. Tribunal here. Did you text him or something? No, absolutely not. Okay. But he's now third favourite in the Brownlow Medal and a much, much better footballer than I ever was and ever will be. <laughs> there you go. Big news this week, Will, was Sam Mitchell being appointed as the Hawthorne coach for 2023 onwards, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So he's currently an assistant. Yeah. And he's sort of being groomed into the position to take over yeah. in 23. He coached West Coast in 2018. Was that his first season as an assistant? Yeah, so he played there. Do you know he played there? He That's played right. There. Yeah, yeah, he played. He played as a bad midfielder, slow, lazy midfielder. End, Brown, of, his, Brown, end of his career. Brownlow medalist. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it was a progression plan where he would play and then go into coaching. Yes. But the best thing we ever did was get him off the list as a player in 2017. <laughs> yes, We used to right. say it to his face. We, said that yeah. we used to find him during 2018. Mitch for being lazy, lazy player, great coach. Because <laughs> he became a coach and a midfield coach. And again, this is another this is another big week in the social media standings. Another article today about it. I copped flack over. I don't know how I copped flack over this. Sam Mitchell was the best assistant coach I played under for 15 years. Uh, better than anyone. Yeah, better than anyone. I found him, found him great to deal with, great educator, highly intelligent, great football IQ. Couldn't speak more highly of him. And I said, I said in the media, uh, we wouldn't have won 2018 without Sam Mitchell. We, right. we just wouldn't have won it. But I didn't then go on to say we wouldn't have won it without Dom Shea kicking the goal. Or we wouldn't have won it without Luke Shuey, the Norm Smith. Yeah, yeah. Like I could have said a thousand things. Yes. I didn't say we won 2018 because Sam Mitchell was the coach. Yeah, of course. There's a difference. Can we quickly, can you give us an insight onto what, how much an assistant coach actually, is it more through the week type stuff that they get involved with? Um, on the day, obviously, coach does a lot of the decision making. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I mean, assistant coaches are very different to head coaches. So most head coaches have been they've come from being an assistant coach yep. and the good head coaches coach differently as a head coach to an assistant. It's like going from being a manager to the boss. Like, yeah, right. you, you, don't, you don't have a department to look after anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like the midfield coach looks after the midfield. The forward coach looks after the forwards, backline coach, and then the head coach makes sure they're all doing their job. Yeah, right. And sets the overall game plan but it's up to the you know lieutenants to get it out to the yeah. troops right okay so they're the leader the head coach so played under some amazing head coaches two of them adam simpson john westwald both great coaches uh i can't compare them to 10 because i only had two uh and they were both great but sam mitchell as an assistant coach was the best because one he was the smartest um i felt in terms of understanding the game looking at a situation unfold and knowing how to fix it, 
having a solution, knowing what was happening. Yep. That's a big part of being assistant coach is identifying um, what's actually happening and how to fix it very quickly. That's like, I mean, that's like what he was as a player as well. Yeah. He correct. wasn't blistering like a blistering athlete. Yeah, correct. He was he was smart. Like when I've sat in the coach's box a few times and the head coach um, the head coach makes the decisions in the in the game day coach's box. Yep. Whereas the assistant coaches are pulling all the data. You know, the midfield coach like Sam Mitchell will be studying stoppages while Simo's watching the game, watching overall. Sam Mitchell's sitting there watching stoppages and figuring out what the other wingers are doing and yeah, yeah. figuring out what's happening inside the stoppage. So they are setting the strategy and then Simo, you know, they'll feed that information to Simo and say, get Dan off. He's just getting down. He's yep. he's kicked too yeah. many goals. We Sam, Mitchell, Sam yep. Mitchell will say, look, I've been watching Dan constant stoppages yep. and he's just like dreadful. He's <laughs> It's like he's not even an AFL player at this stage. I don't know what's <laughs> happening in there. His body work's poor. He's yep. out of position. I think you should get him off. But Simo then needs to go, right, get Dan off and get him on the phone. Yep. I'm going to have a chat to him. Listen here, Dan. Yeah, You've been be, pathetic. Would it be similar to the phone call you got from Simo when you had butted? Uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> that's quite a good little segue you got there. Yep. That was, yeah. That, yeah. I've got that video saved on my phone. Of me uh, Of Simo picking up the phone Then you picking up the phone And him just sh- like In utter disappointment I'll tell you what That's not leadership Or something yeah, like that Yeah that's right that, that that was That was a similar feeling That I felt, felt Picking up my phone This week on social media <laughs> Just like knowing it's coming And <laughs> yeah. just like Oh god got, yep. You gotta take it You yeah, know yeah. you gotta take it You know it's coming yeah. Just give me the phone li- And just listen And you, you got no option You just You just take it yeah. Yes, yeah, so that wasn't that wasn't a great moment in my career. <laughs> but with um Sam Mitchell, yeah, you teamed up with our old mate, huh? Tom Morris. Tom Morris wrote, <laughs> a, wrote an article about friends this. and family. He yeah. is he is firming as the, as the podcast's greatest member and friend, Tom yeah. Morris. We love Tom. I, Morris. I did an article with him today. Yeah, you know what was it in? Um, we did it. We did it. Uh, you you scratch your back. You scratch mine. Yeah, yeah. He's good. coming on the podcast. Yeah, very good. Big very Tommy Morris. No, he looked after us, Tom. Yeah, but yeah, he, he gave us a call and asked me for my opinion on Sam Mitchell, which I gave. Found him a great coach. Did you have you know, any good coaches? Yeah, Lino. Lino was Tell me like, about him. Well, yeah, under Nyan's uh, bombers. Good uh, coach was very good. Then he have to he had to leave three quarters way through the season because his wife had a baby. I remember at the time feeling really um, sort of let down. Let down because I was an abandoned. Oh, no, abandoned. Abandoned. I had no. I was like, Lino's just dogging us. Like we're having a good season, and then Lino's gone off. What what dad took over? Um, Mal, <laughs> <laughs> and he used to um at the end of every training, he'd get us around the uh, probably forty to maybe thirty to forty meters away from the goal square, and he used to just get us to feed him balls, and he'd torp it through the, <laughs> through the goals just to show us how big he could kick it. <laughs> Mal, Mal, yeah, he used to love a torp. <laughs> We were just kids who were like, oh, do it again. And he'd be like, all right, give me on. And he'd just kick top after top. <laughs> that was his number one training drill. Yeah. But let me guess, he didn't win the premiership that year? No, and he had a son who was <laughs> awful at footy. Oh, let me guess, he played middle all year, did he? No, he pl- I think he played full forward oh. or something. And But he was so unco. Anyways. No, 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 no. no anyways, this is a good topic. So, okay, so now that you're a father, yeah. right? So I think you and I are similar here. As a, as a kid, before yep. we were fathers, yep. you always used to resent that. There was always that kid, the coach's kid that was didn't awesome. deserve to be in the team. Yeah, no. That was in the team. Yeah. And it's oh bloody what was his name? Can you tell me his name? Oh, I can't no, I uh, actually can't remember. Uh Jake's in the forward pocket again. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. better share it around to Jake so Jake gets a kick. Yeah. Right? 
and it used to be frustrating as a kid. Didn't yeah. like it. No. Right? Now you're a dad. Yeah. Just say your son is Jake. Yeah, Louis playing in the ruck. Whatever. Whatever he <laughs> No, wants. no, listen to me. Just say Louis yeah. is Jake. Louis the kid that yep. isn't very good. Yeah, okay. But how are you going to feel about other kids, you know, being pissed off he's in the team? Doesn't matter, I'm the coach. <laughs> 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 That's I'll, I'll I'll give it exactly the same. So, no, he um look, I think he's pretty coordinated. I've got, I've got to be honest. It's uh, being a father has mallowed me a lot in that sense because I I used to I was never the best player in the team, but I was always I've always been as competitive as I am now. Like yeah. I always used to love winning, and so anything or anyone that gave me less of a chance to win, I didn't used to like, and I still don't. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I like. Winning, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so the, the the coach's kid that didn't deserve being the team, like get him out of here, like d- don't even just go on, I d- don't care, just give yep. up football. Yep. But now I'm like, geez, I was a <laughs> asshole of a kid. Imagine yeah. how f- bad Jake felt. That's shit oh. else. But as a kid, you don't know. But I know now. I reckon he knew it was pretty bad. He the, was awful. Well, but <laughs> who Jake? Yeah, he was. He was so bad. No, but that's the thing. What if that's your kid now? I'd be like, come on, boys, just give him a go. Give, yeah, give yeah. Nash a go. Get around him. Give Nash a go. Yeah. Nash yeah. will be in the ruck. He's a big, big human. He started school the other day. He's almost as tall as me. He started school, pre-kindy, and he walked in. So he was the youngest in the class because he started a day after his first birthday. Yeah, yeah. And he was <laughs> he was like head and shoulders above any kid in the whole class. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, is this the wrong class? When our, two-year-old. When our sons have been next to each other, yeah. your son looks like he's two years older than mine, and they're literally a week apart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's frightening. As promised, social media, here we go. Backchat 2.0. It's been a very successful part of the show. It's been a successful part of podcasting history for a long, long time, and we're still going. So we're going to go about this, Dan, as we usually do. Um, if you do want to participate in this sort of stuff, Instagram, backchat underscore podcast. There's a weekly post, and you can chat your questions on there. Please. You can tweet us on Twitter, backchat underscore pod. You can join us on Reddit. Yep. R slash R slash backchat podcast, or you can send us an email. And again, the promise goes out: if you send an email, you will be involved in this show. No, no questions asked. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au and Dan will make sure that our Gmail suite has been paid for. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, let's go to straight off the top. No order here. I haven't even looked at these, so yeah, this could go anywhere. Yep. Like usual, inky ste, inky sty, ink inkiest. <laughs> What's what are you saying? Inkeist. Oh, that's the the handle. Yep. Of the question. Here we go. Did Bruce Lee teach Scoey the one inch from actual contact elbow? Yes, as we've spoken about today, uh, the Bruce Lee did come out, and I promise I did not hit him. If I had of, it would have ended. I feathered him. Feathered it would have ended a lot worse if I had to hit him. Yep. All right. Probably should have been my defense. Actually, <laughs> if I had to hit him, he'd have a broken jaw. Yeah. And he doesn't. So, case in point. Ryan Kinkley underscore. Will, would it be possible for you to explain the context behind you dropping Clary on his dot at halftime of the 2018 preliminary final? Now, I like this one, and it's Ryan Kinley, not Kinkley, even though Kinkley would be a lot better. (laughs) I saw this. So, in the 2018 prelim, um, quarter time of the game, we were up, oh, I don't know what it was, you have to check, eight goals to nothing. We started like a house on fire. Yep. It was pretty much against game Melbourne, over. Against Melbourne. Yeah, they uh, came over to yep. Perth, got absolutely ambushed and destroyed. Went to that game. Yeah. Enjoy Thank you. it. Yeah, thanks for the performance. It was good. No worries. Uh, quarter time, 
siren went and a, a ball had been kicked to Clayton Oliver. The siren went clearly like three seconds. The ball was in the air. Siren. Yep. One, two, ball landed sort of towards Clayton. And I've just come up behind him and pushed and shoved him as hard as I possibly could into the ground. <laughs> in his back. Yeah, like if it was in play, free kick, potentially a 50 as well. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I'm not an idiot and I know the rules. You can't pay a free kick after the siren. Of course. That's, not, that's, a, that's a rule. No, no. Well, you can't, can't smack someone in the head. But pushing yeah, yeah. someone in the back, you're not going to get suspended for. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I made that conscious decision on that day to push Clayton <laughs> Oliver as payback for the hamstring I copped for sitting in the tribunal for three weeks. Yep. And I did it. I did it deliberately. If you want to see it, go watch the prelim again. All it's right, quite funny. Kitty McFly, 23. Scoey, does the playing group care slash discuss player movement rumours during the season? For example, was there ever any chat about Scott, Ly- Scott Lysette potentially leaving or Tim Kelly coming in? Is the senior player group ever consulted about trades that... <laughs> About trade certain players in. Let's just. Mate, this is exactly. So, this is why you need to keep going. Okay. (laughs) For anyone listening, I hope Dan leaves this in because we've had to cut. We've had to cut a bunch of them, right? I'm just letting you know. And Dan hasn't been able to read tweets. So, like, at at all. So, help Dan out because he's reading the questions now. Punctuation. Punctuation. Spell check. Yeah. This is why I request underscores in names because it makes it easy to <laughs> read. Right, I'm going to try this one again. Scoey, does the playing group care slash discuss player movement rumours much during the season? For example, was there ever any chat about Scott Lysette potentially leaving or Tim Kelly coming in? Is the senior playing group ever consulted about trade certain players in? I remember hearing stories <laughs> about players giving Ballantyne shit during a game when there were trade rumours he was coming to West Coast. Okay, he did well. Okay. The, I think I mean, the hard part about that, there's about four questions in there. Yes. So we'll try and unpack it. Do we discuss player movements as players? Yeah, for sure. Uh, probably the most talked about stuff is players coming in. Ooh, Bontempelli's on the market. Love to get him into the club. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, would. Yeah. Uh, and very much less so current players getting traded out. Yeah, the only right. time that that gets spoken about is like Mad Monday on the beers. And because trade period hasn't happened, it's the, the last game's finished, season's over, and get a couple of beers into a few pe- people, aka me and others. <laughs> And the rumours start becoming chance and... Right. Yeah. Okay. I remember one distinctly, like Cal Sinclair got traded to Sydney and no one really knew, but then a rumour on Mad Monday started going around, oh, Sinkers is getting poached by Sydney. Right. So we um, we would just like randomly start singing the Sydney theme song <laughs> <laughs> and just get around a big circle around Cal. And like, look, on reflection, quite mean. And it's probably, <laughs> it's probably why I left, to be honest, because he hadn't been trained at that stage. But uh, yeah, uh, so that's that. Um, uh, Valentine, do you, do you remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because, yes, yeah, so, uh, I'm not close to Bellas, but know Bellas pretty well. I wear his number down at Peel, number one. That's we, big. He's, we, he's a legend down there. Yeah, he's got the Valentine wing. Yeah. Um, I played with Bellas for two years down at Peel before he got drafted. So I got drafted, played at Peel yep. with Bellas. He won a Sandover medal. I blocked for him all year. I pretty much won him a Santa medal. Anyway, sure. that's a story for another time. Uh, and he tells me as well, he was very close to signing with West Coast. That is that is legitimate trade, not even a rumour. There was on the table, West Coast were going to get him. And at the time, we, we got rumours about it. So we were, yeah, when we we're playing Frio, telling him we didn't want him. Right. He's not coming here. Yeah, good. And I think he played pretty poorly and he didn't end up getting traded. 
And he was happy at Fremantle, of course. So ba- so Ballantyne was also was almost a West Coast Eagle. Yeah. How close? Um like I think the contract was with his manager and he had a contract from West Coast, a contract from Freo. Wow. And yeah, so something ended up happening. Think maybe someone else got traded instead or he might have injured himself. I do remember actually my last game in 2019 we played Geelong in a final. And Tim Kelly was playing for Geelong. Yeah. And I sledged him aggressively for most of the night. And right. I had to apologise at the end of the game. Right, because he was coming over. Yep. So you got told, hey, FYI, it's it's happening. Yeah. So I went extremely aggressively hard sledging. Or like, you know, yep. you're a terrible player. We don't want you. You know, all footy related. Yeah. Just like you're, you're ball, ball hungry, won't fit in in our midfield. Trying to put him off the game. I think he ended up kicking two and having 30 <laughs> and they won the game. Yeah. And he was actually very good at bat. Good man, Tim Kelly. Yeah. Friends with him now. But uh, it's, all, it's all fair and love and war. Of course. He's on the other side of the ditch. Yep. See you later. Um, Philip underscore white underscore tiling. Philip tiling, been a long time podcast supporter, member. He's a friend of the family. He's bigger than Tom Morris is, Philip white tiling. There we go. He, 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 was a, he was a pillar of social media for a long time. Really? I wonder what he does for a job. Uh, hypothetically, an alien race arrives on Earth and demands a gift from your house to stop the enslavement of the human race. <laughs> if it's good enough, what are you giving them and why? The fate of the species is in your home. Wow. So, alien race arrives on Earth. Yep, they come to your house. Sorry, we're going we're gonna to invade unless you've got something really good to give us from your home. Um, I mean, they're an alien race and they've just travelled, like the space travel. Yeah. So they're highly intelligent. Um, I would. Here we go. Yeah. This is pretty pretty good. Glass of water. <laughs> oh, come on. No. Okay. Do you think they've got water where they've come from? I bet you they don't. Because if there was water out there, we would have moved there, wouldn't we? Well, if they didn't have water, then they don't need it. No, no. But that's the thing. Like, uh, well, you think they're, they're they've been living for years? They're thirsty <laughs> as. There's no water here. We got to find somewhere. And they okay. come to Will Scoville's house and he's given a glass of water before fire. Before men could make fire, they were, they were doing other things, right? Yeah, but you don't need fire to survive. What do you mean? You don't need... All right. <laughs> I'm not giving the water for them to dr- have a drink. It's it's like, have a look at this. It's, it'd, be, it'd be like them handing back like liquid, like uranium that they've just built their <laughs> spaceship out of. Okay. I give them water. I like thought I you meant they were parched. What? You're giving them a drink. It's a big long, long ride to get here. <laughs> yeah. Here's a glass of water. Um, all right, no, it was more the you know scientific because because it probably doesn't exist on their planet. Or oh, sorry, Earth, I think we're, uh, <laughs> we're we're dead after that. Signing out. Uh, Mac underscore 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 daddy. Very good. Uh, Scoey, did another club ever try and poach you from West Coast? And Dan, because no one ever asks you questions, who is your all time <laughs> favorite athlete and actor? It's not dancial media, is it? <laughs> Social media. Uh, See, there is no. Um, Oxford comma here. So is it, they have to be an athlete and, and oh, actor. Is your all-time favourite athlete and actor? No, there's two. You there's get two. to name an athlete and an actor. Okay. Athlete. Oh, you've got him. Dirk yeah. Nowitzki. Oh, wow. Yep. Seven foot German. Yep. Plays with, played for the Dallas Mavericks for 21 years. Champion. No, a bit about MVP. it. Yeah, he's my favourite. Uh, actor, Tom Cruise. Oh. He's, a, he's yeah, has that done nothing wrong. That, what? He's a member and like I think like founder of Scientology. Like he's a pig of a human. No, he's not a founder. 
Oh, see, now I'll be the That's L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> he was the founder of Scientology. Uh, he's a member of Scientology, but my my take on Tom Cruise and Scientology, it's, it's a quick one, so don't worry. He's done so many good things in his acting career. He's, he's, he's climbed the mountain. He's conquered it. He's completed acting. He's done it all. At the end of his life, he's going to turn around and say, that whole Scientology thing was my finest piece. That's my, that was my gift to humanity, this acting that he was doing for years. He embedded himself in this cult in order to show that he was that good of an actor. That's my take on uh, you Tom think, Cruise. Really? Yep. Okay, so did, this, did another club I ever try and poach you? <laughs> nah, there's oh, too much there. Oh, mate. Did another club ever try poach you? Uh, I think maybe. When, when you finished up in 2019, uh, 2020, 2020 yep. um, was there ever like nah. a call for magic? Oh, Geelong nah. will give you a little... Nah, I think I was probably probably done. Yep. Um, All right. Yeah, but yeah, there was, a, there was a couple of stages where I was potential, but nev- never reality. Yep. Speaking of um, leaving the club, we've got another question. Matt Cutback underscore. Scoey, what's the process like when you leave the club? Just tell the guys, media conference, clean out your locker and go. Is there an exit interview, an NDA or anything else? Any ongoing sport after you finish up? And if you are running the show, is there anything you do? There's so many questions here. Anything you do differently with the way players transition to life after footy? That's such a good question. Such a good question. Why don't we save that for next week? Can we make that a topic? Yeah, we'll make that a topic for next week. That is... Transitioning out of the AFL. That is really good. Okay. Really good. Really good. Thank you, Matt. Uh, RJIS underscore nine in... Ah, uh, gosh, 89. <laughs> Dyslexic. Can you remember the date when the player's code was no more? <laughs> yes! <laughs> when the player's yes. code was no more. Right, that's hilarious. I hadn't seen that. That's what yeah, I'm talking uh, about. That's why, I, yep. So I bet you he's a Freo fan. They, they weren't happy with it because it was targeted at Nick Subin. And yeah, uh, right. that's very good. Okay. Well, there you go. I don't know what the date was. Please write in and let us know what the date was because I told you to put it down in your calendars. <laughs> Mark it down. Uh, Nathan underscore West 94. 2018 AFL Grand Final. Collingwood banner breaks. I remember that at the start of the game. Uh, never no, saw that. I never saw that when it happened. Didn't you? Uh, oh, it was it was funny I've to watch. S- I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the poor lady was devastated. Um, no one thinks anything of it. I vaguely remember how that turned out. 2021 round 16, West Coast versus Sydney banner breaks. No one thinks anything of it. Games are not the same scale, but can we f*** off banners now? Yeah, I think we've got to have the banners. I love the banners. You love it? Yeah, I love it. Um, I think that's potentially why we won the grand final. We ran through a banner. Maybe not. Um, I don't know why we got rid of the banner. It's poor decision by the club. Really? Yeah, really poor. Okay. Uh, you don't I think, like the, the inflatable eagle? Yeah, it's almost like more about the culture. Like, I understand you've got to be progressive and things have got to change, but banners isn't one for me. I said this publicly a bit. Like, I think we should have kept the banner. Because like the cheer squad, they make the banner. It's yeah, like yeah, it's 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 a it's a thing. And and when they've got a great quote on it, it's great. Um, yeah, I, correct. Yeah, correct. I'm all for keeping banners. The one thing I want to get rid of in the AFL is the team song that you sing at the end of the game. I'd love to get rid of masking up for the team song. What is going on there? What can you explain to me? Why you would what What's the actual directive as to why the teams play a game of football maskless? But when they get back in the oh, rooms right. to sing the song, they've got to put a mask on. Please explain that to me. It might be because they're inside. Well, who and you cares? Have to wear a mask inside. So what? Look, what I, that's that might that's probably the rule. When you're outside, oh you don't need to wear a mask. Um, so yeah, I reckon get rid of the team song. And I would like uh, next week I'm going to ask you about team song. Ask singing. It okay, put them on the list. Team song and transition. There yep. you go. We've already planned for our show next week. There you go. Um, next one. 
Harmat and uh, see, put an underscore or two in here. Harmat and dust. I don't know. I think it's Harmat Tan Dust. There you go. So you don't know, do you? Uh, Backchat slash coast to coast collaboration. Scoey and medium size O reunited? Question mark. Uh, says Oscar Allen. Yep. Yeah, it could be done. Get rid of Goss. I'm okay with that. Yeah, do, uh, th- do we ever play that little drive by that I sent you? Goss had a little drive by at uh, at coast at f- oh, you did on too. coast to coast. Had a little drive by at Scoey, ex ex host of Backchat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ex host of Coast to Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he also mentioned something on social media this week about us interviewing Philip oh, Reed. That's right. Neither of us have heard anything about this. I don't understand the joke. Yeah, I don't. If understand. there is a joke, yeah, I think I think the joke on um, socials, which was to the back chat uh, podcast personally, mm. which was, um, oh, I think their, their next guest is going to be Phil Reed. It was. A, it sounded like, oh, you know, not a good player. You're going to have him on. I'd love to interview Phil Reed. You know what he does now? So he used to play for West Coast. Yeah, number thirty six. Yeah, actually. Yeah, number 36, I remember. Did you have to look it up? No, no actually, you know what? I'm going to check it right now. You know I'm what he does sure. now? He yeah. surfs big waves. And I'm not talking couple like big of, wave cu- a couple of waves down a trig. He's a big wave surfer, like amazing waves. If you Google Phil Reed, he uh, he goes absolutely ham in the in the big surf now. So I would love to interview Phil Reed. So, guys, I'm not sure what you're doing there, mate. Um, pick your fights wisely, though. Probably end poorly, I would have thought. Uh, Tim J. Woods, 27. Scoey, do you love Dim Sims? <laughs> and this is the last question of Scotia Media. I genuinely love Dim Sims. If I order fish and chips, I order Dim Sims. Yeah, they're so good. Fried. Oh. No, I love a Dim Sim. Fried one. Do you yeah, know that there's such thing as a non-fried Dim Sim? So you get them, they're like steamed, steamed in a ba- plastic bag with soy sauce. Uh, you West Australians yeah, okay. have no idea. Listen, look at me. Stop looking that up. <laughs> Dim Sims plastic bag, like, and you get soy sauce in, and it's tied at the top, and you rattle it around, and soy sauce go all over it, and steam Dim Sims. That sounds awful. Western Australians have never heard of it, and it's they're delicious. One last thing: this isn't a social media question, but while we're on the topic of Dim Sims, crab stick, where do you stand on the? Crab oh stick? my god! So <laughs> so good. Uh, crab sticks. I order Dim Sims. Yep. My wife Alex orders crab sticks. Yeah. I honestly would rather eat carpet. <laughs> oh, off the really? I love a crab stick. Oh, <laughs> they're so good. You know what I'd rather eat? Some Turkish delights out of the Bay Marie <laughs> down at Mandra Kebabs. Honestly, I'd rather have a whole handful of Turkish delights than eat a crab stick. There you go. Back chat 2.0. That's it for this week. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it. It's a bit, a, bit of, a bit of a ramble, but we got there in the end. Show us some love on socials. Show us some love on emails. Get in touch. The program is waiting. Reddit, Twitter, Backchat, Instagram, email. See you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.